so big because it's full of secrets. Yes, Regina, no, Regina. Every waking hour, I spend making sure Regina, George can stay in power. If Regina is the sun, then I'm a disco ball because I'm just as bright and fun if you had alcohol. Hey guys, welcome to this podcast episode. Today I'm super excited to welcome my cousin Megan Masako Haley from the Mean Girls Broadway National Tour, as well as her best friend Jake Swain from Mean Girls Broadway. They were very generous with their time and answered a bunch of our questions as well as the listener questions. Um, We ended up talking for like three hours, so this is going to be part one where they are going to answer questions that I had and a quick speed round game, and then in the next episode, they will be answering listener questions. Enjoy the episode, guys. Hi. How's it going? Hey, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. So good. Do I sound crazy? This is the first time I've used this mic. I just just got it. I was like, I should use it for this. Does it work? Is it working? It's working, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. I have one. I don't know where it is. Megan's not a professional, Kayla. I don't know how to tell you (laughs) that, but she's not. That's okay. I'm not either. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Should I not use it? Is it going to sound stupid if I'm on it and you two aren't? I just... Was gonna You're going to sound like the only professional. <laughs> it was like, his voice is so crystal clear. It's crazy. I think you're fine. I'll take it off if that's better. What do you no, want, Kayla? leave it. Leave it. Leave, leave it. I think leave it. It's iconic. Leave it and then acknowledge right. it every once in Maybe a while. Maybe I'll... Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> I'll start... Cro- I'll croon it. Like, or like eat crackers. ASMR um, with Jake Swain. Yeah. <laughs> carrots and celery. That's probably the choice we're looking for, Oh, right? both yeah, of those, yes. Those are great for a podcast and radio. And radio. <laughs> Just voiceover in general, people are into that, I heard. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Come on, Kayla. It's going good. Uh, we're in Texas now, so that's the new Oh, you, I was going to ask, like, where are you? Yeah, uh, we moved to Texas over the new year, so. Oh, my gosh. How yeah, are you? What part of Texas? Part are you in the Texas? terrible are you part? Okay? Uh-huh. I mean, isn't all of it terrible right now? Um, It's very different. Um. I'm going to try not to offend Texans, but yeah, it's, uh, um, the governor just lifted the mask mandate here. So I'm bitter. I'm very upset about that. Um, because (sighs) no one here is getting vaccinated. So I don't know. It's, it's not my favorite, but I got a job. I start on Monday, so we'll see how that goes. What is it? What do you I'm a temporary medical receptionist just while the main lady is on maternity leave. So it's like a two-month period. And then you're going to get that I good? am going to get the Yay! vaccine. That's my end. <laughs> That's what we're interested in. I'm literally okay. volunteering at a at a food shelter so I can get my... I should yes. be volunteering probably anyway, which is as good. But I am also doing it for... An added bonus. Added bonus. Absolutely. It's still... And no matter your motives, it's, it's still good service and charity work that you'll be doing. Yeah. Absolutely. I less video games. I should clarify when I said, are you in the terrible part of Texas? I was like, I was referring to that horrible. I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> I was referring to the weather when like all the power went out. I guess we're like kind of yeah. past that what now. That's what I was. Um, so we're in New Braunfels. So it's right in between Austin and San Antonio. So it's more liberal than the rest of Texas. Okay. Do you we know that, that me and Jake's favorite city is Austin? Really? I love Austin so much. <laughs> We love it. Please come visit We me. went on a little trip there together <laughs> with another yeah. friend. I literally would live in, I would move to Austin immediately. Yeah, honestly, I'm like, so New York great. City is 
City, San Jose, then Austin. Those yes. are my top three. I love San Jose. I probably would love San Jose if I didn't hate it. Yeah. Just kidding. I, I just never <laughs> been there. You've never been there. It's great. I love Your it. Computer is there. I hear good things. I hear, isn't it also like like so expensive to live yes. there? That's why I yes. moved. <laughs> I was like, probably, you know, because like, do you have like a big old house now? <laughs> it's getting built. They have not broken yeah. ground though. <laughs> oh, cool, cool, cool. Yep, we'll see. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> we'll get there eventually, yes. But, you know, big changes. Yes. For you. Um, do you guys want to start with, like, a little introduction of, like, who you are, what you do, your favorite theater credit, perhaps? Yes. Is our favorite theater credit going to be the same credit, though, Jake? Yeah, when I played Gretchen Wieners. I'm going to say it, I'm gonna say it like, I, like you didn't just say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert. Well, over. rewind, yeah. rewind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Are you going to record? Is it, yes, we're good, we're here? good, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, so do we, you go first. <laughs> am, I, am I going? <laughs> I don't know how to. Hey, cool cats and kittens. Um, my name's Jake Swain. Um, I am an actor. I'm from Utah. I live in New York City. Um, I was doing Mean Girls on Broadway before the shutdown happened. Uh, now I am nannying and I am coaching. I'm doing a lot of Zoom coaching, teaching all of the up and comers how to, you know, act or whatever, um, which has actually been amazing. And then I, you know, shot a movie a couple of months ago, which is super fun. Ooh. Uh, Megan and I, uh, probably my favorite credit was uh the time i cried into megan's eyeball uh when we were acting together in college it's my probably my biggest claim to fame that was really good jake is an incredible actor um i'm megan masako haley i'm from san jose california i live in new york city now um kayla is my cousin like extended cousin i was trying to explain how we're related to Jacob. I, like it's I my could mom, not do it. cousin's granddaughter, I think. Is your grandma Janice? Yeah, so my grandma said okay. something a while ago. She's like, it's my grandma's cousin's Cousin. husband's brother or something. I I have I could yeah. not tell you. It's it's um distant, but you also did children's theater at the children's theater I did yes, stuff I at. Did. So I feel like we we're connected. I'm also way older than you, but Yes. <laughs> but because we both still like Instagram. Yes. And Ian, who was in my last podcast, played at your wedding, correct? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's so oh my gosh, it was so long ago. <laughs> so many years ago. How was Mark? Mark's great. Um <laughs> I uh don't have a job since the the good old shutdown. I periodically do Zoom stuff for kids, which is always fun, but uh, not super regular work. I did, however, just get um, two Broadway Plus little Q&A situations coming from yes. zero. Yes. So, That's nice. I feel like doing one week is crazy for me. <laughs> That's huge. How are you going to fit them into your schedule? I don't even know. Well, one of them is in May. They scheduled that. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> I just got the, uh, you know, like the conversation. Right. I'm so excited. Um, but uh, my husband has a regular job, so he just works from home, and I uh, play video games all day. Nice. <laughs> I'm beyond, like, feeling bad about it or guilty because it's also, like, I have nothing to do, nowhere to go. 
So, on that note, me and Jake, my favorite credit is when me and Jake did Little Shop of Horrors in college. <laughs> and during our last dress rehearsal, he cried a full tear into my eyeball oh, while wow. I was dead. I was supposed to be dying, and I just laughed. And he looked very offended that I would um, break during such an emotional moment for him. I was having such a beautiful moment. I was having such a beautiful moment, but I just put it in there. And so we've kind of decided since that moment we were blood brothers. Blood brothers to the end. Yeah. Blood brothers. He also one time spit in my mouth. Wow, yeah. you guys have done it I just all. keep on trying to, like, reassert my claim on this friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he leaked into my mouth really a lot wow. of times. That's also fun. I don't feel like we've told that story on a podcast yet. So. I know, this is the first time we've told that story. I'm, I'm, I think I might be grosser than I come across upon first uh, introduction. Oh, Jake is so gross. Can I also tell you that the most classic Jake thing yes. is um, in college, I would drink like 90% of a Jamba Juice and then I would go to throw it away he'd be like I'll take it oh my god yeah. he would be the guy oh, that drinks always. the last 10% of a melted Jamba Juice <laughs> <laughs> I like the dregs it's free I'm, I feel like I'm doing Mother Earth, Earth a service because I'm yeah. not wasting free anything <laughs> free food free food I'm all about yeah. it Jake plus another opportunity to, to assert my connection yeah that's also part of our um, <laughs> part of the blood brotherness <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I have quite a few questions here and then some some games if you feel up to it. Um, So the first question I have is, well, first of all, congratulations, Jake, on your Broadway debut a couple years ago. And Megan, for your tour. How exciting. So what was it like to go from like this cool huge peak moment and then kind of go into quarantine like like right after are you asking both of us yes yeah both of you yes okay (laughs) it was crazy (laughs) i mean so i so it was a little bit so it was i was in a slightly different situation than most like than all of my castmates and then megan was in because I was actually out of my show for four weeks. I had I was on a little injury leave, medical leave. I had hurt my back. So I was in Utah with my family healing for those four weeks, and I was just, like, in physical therapy all the time, every day. And then I got the approval from my doctor on a Wednesday to be, go back to the show. My flight back to New York was Friday, two days after that. Thursday was when Broadway shut down. So I, I, it could not have been closer. I just like, I was, so I just canceled my flight back to New York and ended up staying in Utah with my family for seven months, which was, you know, not expected at all. Obviously I didn't pack for that. I was all of a sudden like living at home again, long-term. Um, but, but timing wise in retrospect, such a blessing like, I was already in Utah. I didn't get trapped in New York where so many of my friends and loved ones were during when it was really, really awful and scary. Um, I was already away in a place where I could quarantine in a really safe way and a comfortable way because was, I was in a house with my family as opposed to my tiny little apartment here in New York. Um, yeah, so that was that's how it was for me. I, I was, like, already out of the show. I just thought I was about to come back and then didn't. And Megan, you were like in the middle of your tour, right? Yeah, we were in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, 
we had gotten mm, had, we had a couple company meetings like in the weeks previous where they're like hey just keep an eye on this we're not letting anyone backstage anymore everyone wash your hands like that was like becoming a thing to just like wash your hands a lot and we're like Megan okay, had never cool. washed her hands in her life before I mean that. apparently you had to sing happy birthday three <laughs> times through to have washed enough which seems seemed like a lot to me honestly mm-hmm. and that, if that makes me gross then so be it I am too pitchy to sing that song three times <laughs> Um, so I think that maybe like on like the Tuesday or the Wednesday, the productions in San Francisco shut down and then the next day, like Broadway shut down and we're just, we had a show the night that Broadway shut down. So that was a Thursday, Jay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had a show that Thursday night and I remember going to the theater and just like looking at the ushers and being like, yeah, that's so sorry that we're here. We shouldn't be. I feel like we shouldn't be doing this. Like I felt yeah. dangerous and reckless because like everything else was closing down. Um, and so we did the show, and then we went home, and we're all just kind of like, "What is happening?" <laughs> um, and then the next day, we had a put-in rehearsal, which is um, <laughs> this poor guy, <laughs> Dan. He had been in rehearsal for like three weeks to take over for someone's vacation. It was literally starting on that Monday. Um, learned the whole show. And he was having his put-in rehearsal where he's the only one, like, in costume and mic'd and, like, the whole ensemble and everyone just, like, does a show around him. Um, he had his rehearsal that Friday. And be- before we went to the rehearsal, we got an email saying that we were on hiatus for the next month and we weren't doing a show that night. So, like, our last time on stage together was doing this put-in where we all, like, knew it was going to be the last time, which was, like, really wild and, like, kind of surreal because, I mean, it was weird because I also, like, watched – a lot of the show because I could I wasn't in costume or anything so I could just sit in the in the house and like watch it so it was really crazy to like sit there and watch it and like all of us feel so sad and like confused and a little bit scared and they said it was going to be one month but like in our heads we're like I feel like it might be more right. <laughs> you know what I mean but in my head too like when my when like uh my roommate left the next day like because her taxi you know her flight left before mine like she left and we just looked at each other and we're like see us see you in a month in vegas but like kind of in my stomach like i just felt like that maybe wasn't gonna happen you know but in my head like the worst case scenario in my head i was like july <laughs> right <laughs> you know and um yeah so like i mark mark my husband was working at the world trade center at the time and that was like where the first documented case in new york was oh wow and so on monday actually his whole building shut down whole building like everyone was working from home from then on and so I think on that Thursday or that Friday morning I was just like get out of there go to Utah (laughs) I'll meet you there like because I don't know what's gonna happen I don't want you to get stuck there and me get stuck somewhere else so we like went and stayed with his brother and that was he was we were supposed to be there for like like a week or something or two weeks and ended up being like five or six weeks and then I was like we have to get out of here they did not we can't overstay our welcome to my brother's house in San Jose and then we're like wow it's been another month because like every every two weeks it just kept getting pushed out so you feel like hopeful but still confused and you're like but how could we possibly be back with the show like just realistically of like but they really only pushed it out like a month at a time at the beginning and so it was just constantly like having your heart broken a little bit (laughs) and like not at all able to to like make any decisions for the future and finally we were just like well I guess we should just go back to New York so we, we went on a little mini 
vacation in Joshua Tree and just like lived out in the desert for a little bit in Airbnb and then drove across the country to New York. And wow. uh, here we are. And you don't worry, they we <laughs> I still get the emails every once in a while being like, it's nowhere near when you ever think you'll go back to work. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's been a whole year now. So did you guys pick up any quarantine hobbies like back when it first started? Well, I bought roller skates. I did see that. <laughs> yeah, and I love them. But honestly, hard to roller skate in New York in the winter. So I'm really looking forward, Jacob, because I'm somehow going to find a way for me to just gift you roller skates so that you will go with <laughs> Like, I will invest in this for us. For because, us. like, mm-hmm. I felt too silly to go by myself, and none of my friends in the city had roller skates. <laughs> well, I had one. I less, Our friend Leslie had them, so I went roller skating with her twice. But it did feel, it feels silly to do by yourself, especially to practice cool moves. Yes. Right. If you're not, like, a pro-pro, I feel like... You, yeah. you think that everyone's looking at you and cares about what you're doing. Yeah, but I just want to practice doing spins. You got to practice the spins. You have to do you that gotta. with a friend. You can't be like by yourself at the basketball court <laughs> practicing right. spins and failing. That's why I don't right. go out. I have a skateboard. It's the failing. It's the failing it. that makes me sad. If I was like doing great, then like whatever. Right. I got um really into lawn mowing this quarantine all right Re- i i because i was you know i was in utah it's like those new york city lawns those new york city lawns <laughs> well, I, I mean i'm in new york now but it was like i don't know why exactly well maybe i do but like i just it was so satisfying <laughs> to feel like i had a thing that was mine to take care of and make beautiful and neat and clean and like i just loved mowing the lawn for seven months it was it was really really great i love that for you thank you it kind of it fits right yeah i like that what what so lawn mower do you recommend oh gosh i don't know you go the cordless? one that my dad has <laughs> <laughs> i literally don't even know it's green um get green get make sure you get the green lawn mower <laughs> listeners at home oh. i jake swing <laughs> approve and recommend what else? I've been doing a lot of reading. Lots of reading. I listen to podcasts like 12 hours a day. Nice. I know a lot about random stuff. Is it like the true crime <laughs> podcast? Well, it's a lot of true crime. A lot of politics, honestly. Um, and I also listen to some science podcasts and technology podcasts. I'm not kidding when I say like if I'm at home, I'm listening to a podcast. Which is literally 24-7. You're never at home. I keep listening to them. I wake <laughs> up. You should You should have seen me. I was like, I play, okay, this is, and I'm, I wish I was joking. Jacob, I wish I was joking. I looked at my accounts on my Stardew Valley, which I think I started like which is... nine days ago. It's a video game. Okay. Switch. Uh-huh. I logged 63 hours in nine days. That's too many hours, guys. Wow. That's my job that I'm working overtime at. But <laughs> while I play, I listen to, like, audiobooks and podcasts. And look, I can't feel bad about this. You can't. I used to feel bad about this. What I else don't. am I supposed to do? Exactly. Wait, <laughs> my listen, farm is I... going great. I've gotten married. <laughs> I have a kid. Congratulations. Thank you. What's I named the community name? better. I named her Paula. Paula. Little, little, uh... Hillary Duff, the movie. Mm-hmm. 
Isn't Paolo the... Hillary Duff played Hillary Duff? Okay, the <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Wait, I have a friend who's super into video games, but like, I, I don't like the really intense, uh, probably shooter gun violent ones, but like, yeah, gets on paid. our list. On our oh, list, exactly. On, on Twitch. See, I, I always think about doing Twitch, but some part of me is like, I don't think I want people to know that I played for 63 <laughs> hours. <laughs> The, like, I don't Megan, want people to feel bad for me, it's, you know? It's, you just said it on a podcast that the entire world is going to hear. It's already out. <laughs> You're so right. Right, Cut Kayla? What is, what is your listener You need numbers? to edit that out. I have a, a <laughs> solid average of 15 people per episode. Okay. Okay, because I want to say, like, Shannon and I did a podcast for two episodes, and then we realized how hard it was. I think we got, like, ten listeners. I love like, most my of, mom yeah most of mine it's like my grandma and I think your mom good, good, good. I love that <laughs> Megan you should get paid for that I think I feel like people are interested in weird stuff like that I wouldn't you know what? watch it I should I should personally but people I, would I've been like meaning to do it for like multiple years you really should now is the yeah. time uh, okay, honestly, my other, like, no go once my unemployment runs out I will be <laughs> Twitch. on Twitch. I'll be on Twitch. On Farming those farms on OnlyFans. OnlyFans. I don't know this game I again. I only play video games on OnlyFans. I'll join your co-op <laughs> on Stardew Valley. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's that or feet pics, right? I, honestly, I might also do the feet pics. I, I have a friend who is. That doesn't hurt picks. anyone. Bought this. I bought this. <gasps> wow, it is actually it's so that's awesome! It's um, just know that I am obsessed with Malcolm X. I, I like read his autobiography. I watched the movie, and I like learned so much about his life. And I just feel like people don't know the actual history because right. our history books have rewritten him as a villain. And right. like, he's not a perfect person, but I think he had so many great things. To- say and so many and he lived his life in such like like a weirdly like humble and powerful way of like when he found out that something was wrong or if it didn't fit with his ethos anymore he just changed which is like so hard to like ask of people and I think that's like the thing I love about him most is like he found you know Islam while he was in prison he it changed his life it gave him direction it gave him hope it gave him all these things he worked with nation of islam he was like one of the biggest mouthpieces for nation of islam and then when he like found out things about their leader that like didn't sit right with him that he felt were corrupt or like weren't right he didn't throw away everything he like said i'm thankful for the things that this man has given Mm. me for for the path that he sent me on for god for finding god for islam but like I need to step away from Nation of Islam as an entity and do my own thing because that's what feels right for me in this moment. And like right. didn't throw away every good thing that it gave him, even though but he like left behind the parts that no longer served him. Anyway, I just think that's incredibly powerful because that's people so have cool. a really hard time doing that. Yes. It and becomes such a huge more, part of our identity. Right. Like if more leaders could do that, could be like, hey. I made a mistake or like, Hey, I didn't make a mistake, but now I've been presented with more information and I'm going to make a different choice than I would have made 10 years ago, which is like, where's the shame in doing that? I feel like people think that's a bad thing to change your mind on things. 
Right. Which, Which it's not. It's so, it's so normal. Like, you switch all the time. Right. Yes. Anyway. So, I'm obsessed with Malcolm X. I highly yeah. recommend the, the audio book. His autobiography is read by Lawrence Fishburne, and it's amazing. Megan, you should make Malcolm X the musical, like the next Hamilton. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes. It sounds interesting. You know what I'm saying? I will, I, will, I will produce that. I have no skills to bring to that. <laughs> I, I would pay money to see it. <laughs> Yeah, in conclusion, I love that. Well, Jake, you kind of touched on this earlier already. Um, But when Broadway closed, did you guys try to find work after? And, like, how did the shutdown affect your livelihood? Yeah, well, (laughs) yes. (laughs) It really affected my livelihood. (laughs) Like... Like, I had a paycheck coming in regularly, and then I just didn't, um, which was a little jolting. Yeah, I bet. Um, thankfully, um, sorry, my, <laughs> I'm on my, 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 um, I'm doing a reading next week. Speaking of jobs. Hey, he's got I'm one. I'm doing a reading next week of this new musical over Zoom, which I'm so excited about, like, these kind of opp- I feel like I have very few opportunities to act again, for like be be paid to act yes. again. <laughs> Being the key, <laughs> I've acted plenty in my shower, <laughs> and, and I take a lot of classes. But anyway, um, so the stage manager for that is texting me about that right now. Which I anyway, so sorry. Yes, okay. Money. So that's the job. Cool. What's that? You um, have to make money. I gotta make we gotta make that money. Uh, no that special money. instructions. Okay, yes. I apologize. Okay, so thankfully, unemployment has been very helpful. Um, nannying. I I love kids. I I grew up in a family of nine, so I've always been around, around a lot of kids. I have like seventy something first cousins. Nine seems like too much. Nine nine people in my family. Seven kids. Oh, I was like, I feel like you don't have nine siblings. You're right. I have have six siblings. (laughs) Keep me honest. (laughs) Listen, I love... (laughs) Megan knows. I was just like doing the math real quick, and I was like, that's a lie. Mm, That's a lie. (laughs) Looking for more attention. I'm so sorry to interrupt. (laughs) (laughs) So that's been great. I've been able to nanny. I was nannying... um, every once in a while in between acting jobs before Mean Girls. Um, but besides that, TV and film has started to open up again, which is really exciting. Um, so there's been opportunities here and there for that. I mentioned I got to shoot this feature in December, and um, I, my friend and I shot a short film over Zoom uh, towards the beginning of the pandemic. Like, you just kind of find ways to keep connected and stay creative and I don't know, but also sometimes you just don't, are not creative and you just <laughs> live your life the best you can because we're all struggling, you know? Yes. I don't know. I, I think there's a like weird pressure to make it. I don't know if you feel this, but like part of me is like, I should probably have a pilot written when we come out of the oh, other side no of this. I feel no pressure to do anything ever, honestly. That's just <laughs> I love. I love that. I, I've, I've, the pressure, I'm releasing it. I feel like I Are should Are you want... a writer? 
No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, why would you write a pilot? Why would you write a pilot? It, it, exact it's stupid it's like so I, I was like i should want to want to write right <laughs> like well, that I would make me a true about artist writing a pilot for so long uh, that was my party joke <laughs> right well you should though actually well but my pilot was literally pen 15 so <laughs> yes <laughs> true just know that that years before pen 15 i've been pitching that exact the she original. has been i can vouch party for it is <laughs> yep and then and then somebody did for real. Came out, it I was so good. I was like, I should have wrote it. I should have wrote it. But, I didn't, and that's on me. Yeah. We, oh, you know what, though? We did get the chance to, a few of us in Mean Girls got oh, to right. do the Thanksgiving Day Macy's, what is it? Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And then also, Tina Fey hosted this one night only Best of Broadway thing on NBC in December. If you guys got to be a part of both of those events, which was such a gift. It was felt so honestly emotional to come back into a room with people that I love so much that I used to spend every single day with for a year on Broadway. And now we get to come back together for just like a weekend and shoot something and do a, like a couple number numbers from Mean Girls. It was this weird weekend of like, first off, a job, which was amazing. Like, okay, good. Like a little, little money. But mostly they came in and I immediately literally started tearing up because I was just so happy to be back at my job with my coworkers that I love. And then that was Saturday. Sunday, we, we had rehearsed Saturday, shot it Sunday, and then Sunday night we were done and we were all miserable. Like it felt like the show was closing all over again. It was such a tease. It was a tease that was worth it. Like it was so wonderful but it was really sad <laughs> we're just like oh yeah that's what we've been missing uh, we've been it's really easy to just kind of just like push down feelings that are uncomfortable and like ah you know whatever surviving but like we got to like experience it again and like rem be reminded of like oh it's really painful not to get to do this um and also a great reminder that like you know, after, even after you book Broadway, <laughs> this is such a stupid thing to say, but even after you book Broadway, um, you're still a human <laughs> and you have like days when you're depressed and sad and anxious and bored and, 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 and I would feel really guilty for feeling those things. Um, but you know, you're still human, but this has been a nice wake up call to be like, I will just, I was always grateful for the job, but I'm so much more grateful for the job. I'm so grateful for what it was and what it still continues to be for me. And I think all of us will be, will never take for granted opportunities we have again. I agree. I would think, you know, I mean, who knows? Yeah. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, like five years from now, we'll probably get complacent again, but. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I, I only got to do the show for six months and I think I loved every single performance. Yes. I feel like I wanted to be there every single night. Sometimes you're tired. Sometimes you have a bad day. But, like, it was such a joy to, like, do the show and be with people that you love. And so I feel like I already felt like I was like, wow, I'm really getting to do this, like, dream job with, like, incredible people that I respect and love so much. And so, like, it is, like, this weird thing of, like, I don't think I – I don't think I took it for granted, but, like, 
it it hurts extra when you're like, wow, I I really had my dream job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is so weird. Like you don't even if you were on Broadway, it's not always going to be your dream job. Like, yeah, I got to be in this show that like was literally on a very short list of shows. I'd be like, these are my these are like my top five currently open shows that I would like absolutely want to be in, mm. and like we got to do it, which is so cool. Also, so funny Megan, like uh, mirror lives with my friends on Broadway. Yes, that was so. so Our special. other best friend is the dance captain in Mean Girls. On oh, Broadway. nice! <laughs> Those two got to do the show, and then I was somewhere else, also doing the show. Also doing the show. She was still part of the fam. <laughs> Megan, as Gretchen Wieners, is wait Wiener Wieners Wieners with an S. Multiple Wieners. Multiple, multiple Wieners. Multiple Wieners. Yeah, multiple. Um, I wish, I wish. That nobody didn't see that. Huh. That was weird. You're so nice. (laughs) Seriously, Megan as Gretchen is so perfect. We got the chance to, like, watch a final run-through of the tour cast, and she is so funny and so strong and quirky and zany, but then also breaks your heart, which you don't expect Right? Like, I literally cried watching Mean Girls, watching my best friend Megan do this thing. Like, she is so good at, uh, it, it, that's just one of those things where, like, the right person and the right role found each other at the right time. I learned the dance. She learned the dance, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> I thought I couldn't do it, but then I learned it, and I practiced it. And she did it. And they made me audition a lot of times, but I got it. <laughs> i'm so bummed i didn't get to see it we were so close we were so close <sighs> we were so close i was so I'm sorry <laughs> what has been the biggest obstacle in getting you both to where you are now apart from the quarantine i guess um i would say like the like the hardest part about being a professional actor i guess yeah yeah i think it's you have to have a personality for it of like being told no every day, yeah. literally every day, sometimes right. <laughs> three times in a day. Like it literally could happen like that. And like, you can't take it personally. And I think that like, there's so like so many people are talented enough. Mm-hmm. Like most people I would say are talented enough. Almost everyone really, you wouldn't actually like <laughs> really get all the way here if you weren't good. But I think, like, having tenacity um, and just, like, not giving up and not getting discouraged. Like, truly not getting discouraged. Which, like, look, it's going to happen when it's really, like, I remember this one play. I was, like, in callbacks over, like, the two-week period. I did so much research on this woman. She was, like, a historical figure. I fell in love with her. I loved everything about her. And then I, like, didn't get it at, like, the you know, in the last little group of people. And, like, that hurt. Because I felt like connected to the character, not because I felt like they didn't like me. So I feel like mm-hmm. I allow myself to feel hurt on, like, if I really connect with a character. But, like, I really try hard, and I feel like I've actually done a pretty good job of, like, not taking it personally. Like, it's not a personal attack to me like, if someone says no, because, like, there's literally 10,000 reasons outside of my control that someone could say no. Right. Yeah. You know? Um. And they do. Let me tell you what. They do say mm, no. They do say no. They absolutely They don't. love to say no. And there's just but, something about, even if you can know that it's not personal, that you're getting a no, 
you hear no enough times, it can start to weigh on your psyche a little bit. If you're not careful, if you're not really deliberate with the way that you receive that and release that, at least for some people, I don't, Megan's really good at that, at like sifting through all that. Um, but I would agree that is such a, that has been like the thing that you have to be able to be okay with. Like you're going to go a long time without working. I mean, my first equity show I was, I did Bye Bye Birdie. Um, it was so fun. I played Harvey Johnson. He's so cute, a little nerd. I was a little nerd. Just slicked my hair. Just stuck grease to my head. It was great. Um, I wore glasses in that show, and I was really, really. Um, I don't know. Why I'm telling. Whatever. Um, I'm like, do I go on a tangent again? Go, no, no. Streamline, please. Streamline, please. Okay. So, <laughs> bye, bye, Bernie. Did that show, and then it was a full 365 calendar year before I booked anything, which is like, on, but which is not that abnormal, to be honest. Like, a lot of actors go a year between gigs. I hadn't Sometimes. been on stage paid for two years before I got Mean Girls. Oh, wow. That's huge. I've done, like, that's... like, other things. But that's the thing, is, like, when you're doing this every day, yeah. and you get callbacks, and, like, you do readings, and you do workshops. Like, I've done things. Or, like, yeah. I have, like, a three-day tv show shoot it's like yeah i worked three days on the last three six five but like i'm still doing things right yeah you know and like because like you're always working towards your goals i'm like look i've auditioned for hamilton seven times <laughs> with like multiple callbacks every single set every single one of those times i don't mm-hmm. think of any of those as a waste right you know what i mean yeah and like just so you know the same casting director of hamilton cast me girls so like so he didn't hate what? you yeah. She, you should know. She. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hi, Beth Knox. Hi, Beth. She cast me, too. And then, like, literally, I just auditioned for a movie that she's casting, like, two days ago. Oh, fierce. Nice. So, like, so, you don't, so it's not like you're not doing anything. Right. It's, like, doing things, but I don't feel like I even thought of it as being two years since I had been on a stage paid. Until I, like, really thought about it. Because I wasn't, like, internalizing, like, it's been 700 days. It's been 702 days. Because <laughs> I don't right. go home thinking that. But, I mean, I don't know how to say don't do that. Except to just, like, don't do that. <laughs> I kind of think of every audition that I do. Of, like, I do it. I throw away my script after. If I, if they need me to come back in and do it again, I will reprint it out. But, like, okay. as soon as it's done, it's mm-hmm. done. I put it behind me. I'm working on the next thing. Because, like, I can't sit and hope and pine. And guess what? They don't actually tell you no. They just don't tell you anything. Oh. They ghost you. They ghost you. Love and, like, you can, like, badger your agents and be like, what did they say? But then you don't want to be that guy. Right. Yes. You know? I don't want to be that also, guy. Also, do you want to know why they hate you? No, but that's the thing. Is like I don't want to make them tell me why they hate me because I can only right. hate me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. In conclusion, just don't don't think too hard on it. I so just wish enjoy that the opportunity to act. I you wish you had me? seen my first audition at CMT <laughs> because it is a joke. I want you to see my first audition at CMT. You only get good at auditioning by auditioning. Exactly. I was, my first few auditions were so embarrassing. Even after getting a BFA in acting and then moving to New York, I had some terrible embarrassing auditions. Kayla, I need to tell you about my first auditions for CMT. First audition ever. 
they're doing uh i actually told the story wrong on a different podcast like three days ago so i'm gonna <laughs> this record straight. first audition i ever did uh was guys and dolls and i sing tomorrow from annie okay as i was in line someone asked me what i was singing some girl that obviously had like done shows there i was like tomorrow from annie she's like oh audition suicide and i was like <gasps> sabotage Why she say that? Great. It's super hard <laughs> I get out there and I just like, um, tomorrow, like so, so nervous, so uptight. I got a call back for hair of the horse, didn't book it. <laughs> then I was like, okay, okay, okay. Next time we're doing the whiz. Okay. It's like no black people. Anyway, that's a whole other story, but they have the whiz. That's like my favorite musical because multiple people on American Idol sang songs from the whiz that year. And so I already knew the show. <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh, I really wanted to be Evelina, or Eveline, the the bad witch, the wicked witch. Um, so I obviously sang "When You're a Jet" from Westside. <laughs> <laughs> I also had brushed my teeth right before, and had it that I think the fluoride plus the nerves gave me extreme dry mouth to the Ooh. point where like I literally I use fluoride free toothpaste still at the theater. Because I'm just panicked that like, someday that might happen again. I have PTSD literally. I've never heard of people talking about fluoride being. I don't, Jacob, I don't dying. know. I don't know. <laughs> but in my head, I've never looked this up. I, I And honestly, I don't even know that I've said this out loud. But that is why <laughs> I have Dr. Bronner's at the theater. Oh my god! <laughs> because it was you so traumatizing. I was like, I know when you're I a jet. I was like, what is your address? I have like, like, so like my whole larynx was up here and my whole mouth was dry. <laughs> I got a call back for Eveline, guys. Oh, okay. nice! Yes, you embodied it still. But I didn't get it. It's fine. She didn't book it. I didn't book it. But you know what? You just. The, I feel like the first time I started feeling confident in auditioning was um. Okay, Kayla. I don't know if you know who this is. Do I even know who it is? Shoot. She's a lady who used to vocal direct at the Children's Theater. Can't remember her name right now. But she did this, like, summer camp where, like, you would, like, I like the Rent week-long summer camp where we just, like, learn songs from Rent. And I did, like, the Millie week-long summer camp. We just, like, learn songs from Millie and do, like, Okay, okay. Whatever. But for each song, we had to audition. So each one of us sang the whole song. So I got to audition, like, seven times like back to back two weeks in a row for like each song that we did in the show and it also was like oh i I can do this (laughs) like it's honestly just hard to audition when you only get to audition twice a year yes exactly and also then you put so much pressure on yourself to like if i don't get the lead in one of these two musicals that i do in an entire year my life will be over whereas like now it's like Jacob, you're gonna be so proud of me. I got three auditions today. What's up? Nice. On. Well, one yesterday and two today. Okay. But she it's lied. like you know what? And like that would be more than I would do in a whole year in high school. Right. Oh yeah. And I have, they're like literally all do on Monday. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's just crazy when you when even in college you don't get that because your school does maybe like one or two big musicals and then you have like weird student projects. Yep. That's usually just your friends, and they yep. don't even make you audition. Right. But, yeah, you just get good by doing it. And then you are so bad sometimes. Yeah. And you also learn to, like like Megan was saying, you get, you learn to release it 
faster and more effectively if you just know there's another one tomorrow there's always right. another audition there's and always honestly, another opportunity you know, maybe you feel this way too jake like i never really feel like i have bad auditions the only things i would consider bad auditions are things i didn't prepare for that don't go well like if, if i prepared for something and i don't feel like it goes well i don't really beat myself up on that because there's really like look all i can do is practice and show up right and so like if i don't practice and show up and I do bad, then I'm like, that's on you. If like, I get in the room and like someone goes, <laughs> like people always ask, people be like, Megan, how was your audition today? I'll be like, oh, it was great. And then I think about I'm like, well, I was off, the piano was off the whole time. I mean, cause that stuff just happens and like, they know what happens. And, like, See, you know, Megan, I think you're, I think that you have a unique perspective there to be honest i think it's a healthy and beautiful and i wish all of us had that same perspective but like you can believe truly that like yeah that was great well i did because the piano guy did that (laughs) right where like others of us in this biz would be like oh my gosh oh my gosh that was my one shot of ever i'm never gonna work again and i'm never gonna audition again like like please calm down i know i know it's stupid like I'm not that way anymore. I'm I'm perfect Obviously now. I'm right so now. healthy. Everything is great. <laughs> but Megan's got like a really great uh, natural I just resilience. Yeah, it's got it's amazing. Uh, I will say though, the one time that I sometimes when I do feel bad, like the time I decided the morning of Kayla. I don't know if you know this, but there was this really legendary production of um, how does it no. What's the what's the Greek Sondheim one? The really oh, funny thing happened. Played, I was like yeah. the whole sentence. The funny thing happened sentence. on the way to the forum. There was like they were gonna do a revival. They're gonna do a revival. They're talking about this revival. They're gonna do. It. They auditioned the revival. They even cast the revival. It didn't happen. But like I got an audition to be like the main girl, the cute girl in this musical. I already sung one of her songs in college. Worked it, knew it back and front. Did it in coaching, Jacob. Like I mm-hmm. knew this song. I wake up the oh, and they're also like, you can sing anything you want. And I was like, well, I already know, I know the song from the show. I'm just gonna do that. I wake up and I was like, maybe I'll just first of all didn't do my research. I was like, let me just listen to cast album morning of a couple hours before, and then I'm like, wait, this other song is way funnier. I should do that, the one I don't know at all. That but you don't know. Yeah, and I was like, it's way funnier. It's easy. I'll do it. I went in there and like had to start and stop like five times. And this is on like you can bring. Ma'am, you can bring anything you want. Oh my god! Any song. They did not assign this to me. I also did my whole hair so big. I wore four bras. Like I was wearing. (laughs) Like I don't do that anymore. Like I I was literally in full costume, which was kind of a lot. But this is like this is like in the first six months of being here. I just don't know how to be yet. Yeah. Um, But that I left being like that was my fault. (laughs) I should feel bad. I still feel deep sham. I I feel hot right now thinking about it. Because honestly. That casting office, like, didn't call me in for, like, another, oh, my gosh, this is actually a story. I'm going to tell it so fast. That casting office, like, never, didn't call me in. This is, like, my, maybe like, the first month I was in New York, I did that. They did not call me in. They were casting King and I at the Marriott Theater, didn't call me in. And then they lost oh. their cup 10. They did a second round of auditions. They did not call me in. <laughs> they still couldn't find their top 10. They ended up doing... Like, literally one week before the contract started, did, like, video self-tapes like, in their office. I went in, did a bad job, and then left. And then the girl came out the, into the hallway and was just like, can you just try it again? And I was like, okay. 
They did great the second time, and then I got that job because I was literally their last choice. Oh, I didn't, Megan, how do I not know that story? <laughs> yeah, that's so embarrassing though, right? But like, I feel like that doesn't happen when you're prepared and do bad. That's redemption that's like you though. you showing up, doing a bad job. That's your own fault. And they're like, you, you're no longer in our files, man. Oh, <laughs> right. Man. Well, what did you do bad first time? And before she told you to come back in. Like, oh, I just like you... messed up the note. Oh. I just like, didn't go... well, this is the thing. I literally booked King and I fully unsure if I could do it. Okay, I, I know, I know I, I keep coming back to, like, how much of a fan of Megan I am, but you guys should have seen her as Tub Tim and <laughs> as King and I. It was stunning. She sounded so gorgeous. Like, we all know that Megan can mix belt, blah, blah, blah. She's a pop singer, contemporary. But she has a legit voice that is so clear and so beautiful that honestly wasn't there in college. It wasn't. And because I had, like, horrible acid reflux, I didn't have diagnosed. I didn't know what was happening. I was so tired. I was sleeping, like, five hours a night, like, unbelievably stressed. And then, like, as soon as I moved to New York, I was like, oh, I have acid reflux. And, like, got medication and then, like, slept more. I was like, oh, I have an upper register that I've never used and don't have any training in. And I was very unsure if I could do this. I knew I was their last choice. I was doing the show with all these, like, Broadway veterans. I had no idea what I was doing. It was honestly terrifying. But I feel like by the the end of it, I, like, actually felt confident. But, like, sometimes you get cast and stuff that you've deserved and auditioned for for 100 years and, like, sits right in the center. And sometimes, like, it was, like, my first union job (laughs) was, like, Oh my Are you sure? I, about that. <laughs> I honestly was like, did they see our friend Alicia? Oh, she's so good too. We have another friend who's Asian. She graduated with us, who was like literally understudied Tuck Tim on Broadway. But, but honestly, I was just like, I don't know how I got this job. <laughs> Megan, that's how I felt about Mean Girls. I literally was like, I tricked them. I tricked them into thinking that I'm a dancer and I'm going to be fired within three Jake months of working okay. on Broadway. Okay, Kayla, let me just gush about Jake a little bit. Jake was an acting major in college, not a musical theater major. Okay, first of all, straight acting. He is like the, I don't know how to describe this. Like, look, can he kick his leg all the way up? No. No. Not at all. Can he do three pirouettes? Maybe. Two? Yes. Yeah, do. Yeah, enough. But if you watch him dance, he is like the coolest guy. He's like the cool guy. So, like, the Mean Girls dancing with it. I mean, it definitely takes technical skills, but, like, he just looks so cool in, like, a way that I was, like, junk, like, staring at him in the ensemble the whole time. Because, like, it's, it's just, like, wow. And, I mean, like, we did, like, college show choir together. I already knew Jake was a cool guy dancer. <laughs> a cool guy dancer. I don't know how to describe it besides cool guy dancer. But, like, do you get what I mean when I say, like, he's not a ballerina. Yeah. No. Like, you're not technically a classically trained no modern dancer but like when you're dancing you look like a cool guy <laughs> and that's what i'll say about that i'm a cool guy dancer you're a cool guy mostly dancer. what that means to me like i feel like my go-to moves when i'm dancing are like a lot of body rolls <laughs> a lot of lip bites and a lot of pointing yeah and that's kind of that's kind of like high school cool guy right well jake was the high school cool guy Ooh. Okay, can I just can I just say I wish so bad sometimes that I had gone to Orem High in Utah because Which is where I went because that's where Jake went. He was student body president. He mm-hmm. wore Crocs every day. Yes, every day. Like, he. It, 
I don't understand how this works because I'm sure maybe you can back me up on this, Kayla. But in California, like the cool kids were mean. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in Jake's school, the cool kids were very nice and, and very nice to everyone. What? <laughs> Which I was like, you, you were the cool guy. <laughs> he's the most popular guy in school because he's very nice. I was very nice, and also, you know, I was wearing Crocs. I had four p- p- pairs of Crocs. One of them was an off-brand Crocs. This was a decade before they just... Re- you know, they, they're cool now. Crocs yeah, are back in. Now. They were not cool when I was wearing them. <laughs> I was wearing sweats and baseball caps and Crocs, and I had really yellow teeth, and I just loved my life. I had so many friends. <laughs> I gave I gave Jay Crocs this year for Christmas. I'm I so love grateful. That. Yeah, Megan's a really good gift giver. Okay, It's my love language. Kayla, we're literally... Megan and I are just gassing each other up. Yeah, Focus you need to ask us. Tell us to shut up and just, like, yeah. ask us a question. Like, like, excuse me. Like, excuse me, can I talk? Like, we, oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. You're good. So, a little nod to your successes. I did some research, and you both have fan pages. So, is, like, <laughs> like what is that like? I like Mean Girls Broadway legs. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> That is the funniest one I've ever seen. Listen, I... Jake Solomon. Listen, I... I don't know what it is. I had a really great come to Jesus about it recently. I don't remember what sparked it. But, like, I had this, like, thing towards the beginning when I was, I was like, oh, there's a fan page... I should, I, I'm, I'm, I was, like, embarrassed to, to like it. Like, I, I, I had this, like, weird, stupid narrative in my head of, like, if I like that this thing's ex- thing exists, then I'm going to be seen as full of myself. Like, I'm pompous if I like being liked or whatever. So I was just, like, I was just, like, wasn't talking about it. I was just, and I would, whatever. I was, but, like, freak that. Like, it's amazing to be loved. Like, it's so cool that somebody cares enough to pay attention to you and to, I don't know, support you no matter what. Like, it's so cool and I'm so grateful for it and I think it's so dope. And, like, it's like fans are the best. Like, like we, first off, wouldn't have jobs without them. Like, like you guys, it just, like, I, I, I can't even, I don't know how to talk about it. Like, it, like... <laughs> I was so stupid before because I was I was like embarrassed to like step into the spotlight that they were shining because I thought that that would mean that I was I don't know full of myself and maybe I am I don't know but I but the real That's thing is I'm just part about myself. It's right? <laughs> it's like awesome to be loved and it's like really cool that somebody would do that. Um, yeah, I think I, like I repeat so myself cute. four times. The little profile yeah, that said, like, Jake noticed two times on this day. I'm like, that's so cute. I feel like so the, the kids that love Mean Girls are just, like, I shouldn't say kids. Some of them are just young people. I just Some of them are my age. I love Mean Girls. I, I was a fan of Mean Girls before I got cast honestly, in Mean Girls. <laughs> I would have started a Becca Peterson fan page. Yeah. I, did you not? I feel like you probably did. Whitney started my first fan page when I did oh, right. it. Right, right, right. So, right. as a joke, when, when I... When I booked, like, my first big job, one of our friends made, like, a fake fan page for me that was, like, <laughs> she was unemployed and just, like, at open calls a lot, so she just had a lot of time on her hands. And then, like, actual fans started interacting with her, and she felt like she was lying to them, so she... Oh, my God. Because <laughs> all of a sudden, she was, like, I feel like now I'm, like, catfishing, like, teenagers, and that oh feels weird. Um, 
But since then, like, I have a couple of people who, like, regularly, like, do fan art and stuff. And, like, it's so, it's so cool. Honestly, yeah. my best life, Jake knows. <laughs> Jake, do I like having drawings of myself? Okay. Yes. <laughs> every, literally every single um, birthday of mine, Megan commissions a piece of art of the two of us. That's so cute. It's, it's incredible. Like, who, what kind of friend does that? And it's like, oh, it's like, I have a, uh, a tote bag of, like, the two of us. Like, it's hanging right there. Um, I've got, I have a mug of the two of us. I have, like, framed, I have, like, a like a zine. Like, I have art oh, framed. Oh, yeah, the zine. The zine. The zine. Megan loves it, and I love it. it I've done oh, it for I, so many years. So many years. I have so many of them now. Oh, my gosh. I, did, I, th- I was in my mind thinking it was, like, three. No. There's, it's been there's, a long time. There's probably six. Probably six years. Yeah, it's, like. My favorite thing is trying to figure out like what I'm going to do for Jake's birthday the next year. Um, <laughs> this year, I had I had our our prop guy from Mean Girls on Tour. He's like an incredible artist, and he was just like incredible. We had like a little like Mean Girls tour yearbook update thing that someone made, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm selling my art. If you want anything commissioned?" And I was like, uh, "Yes, <laughs> that's what I like to do for my friend." And it turned out so great. It's so good. It's so good. It's um honestly should be I said this because I saw it and I thought that looks like we have a murder podcast. Yes. It <laughs> so really does. Should start a murder podcast. <laughs> I don't have the know how or passion for that topic that Megan has, but okay, I have the picture I have for it. So much. I have so much knowledge. <laughs> Wait, that's actually an interesting I well, it would be maybe it would be interesting if there was like two people talking about murder where one of them actually the hates murder. A dummy who is like really creeped out by it is like oh, I don't know if I want to hear this. That's what that I want. I was the dummy on Physisters. My other right. partner, the Physics Sisters. <laughs> I was a dummy, and Shannon was a smarty. My sister is a, is a scientist. <laughs> a full blown oh, no. or did scientist. Or did it like the two episodes we put out? Oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, all this to say is I really love the fan art because I just feel like because of my haircut. I translate very well into cartoon. <laughs> like, people can draw me, quote me, without face. Absolutely. True. Like, it's literally all has to do is have, like, dark hair and bangs, and I all know it's me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know why that's, like, thrilling to me, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I also love it. I love it so much. So, like, on a parallel, Megan, because you did CMT, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you did, like, Miss Saigon with, like, Ryan Vasquez from Hamilton. And yes. I don't know, was Alex Brightman there at the same time as you? Um, Alex was, like, the cool high school senior when I was maybe a seventh grader. Okay, so what is it like but, for you to see them, you know, Alex just, you know, headlined Broadway in Beetlejuice. What yeah, I actually like? worked with Alex before professionally, which was so crazy because, of course, like, well, actually, the first time I met Alex, uh, like, in New York, he came to see um, uh, a show I was in called Pacific Overtures, which mm-hmm. is like an off-Broadway musical. He came, and I saw him because he knew someone else in the cast. And I was like, I saw you play Rodimus and Aida. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I can't – I okay – also, Kayla, this is so weird. I got, I've, I've like been on one podcast maybe in the last year. I got asked to do five podcasts in the last two weeks. Okay. So I feel I have so honored. On, on one of the other podcasts. I don't remember which one, but it did come up. 
Alex Brightman was the hot guy. Okay, he was talented, and we were like, he is hot. He was Rodimans, he didn't have a shirt on. And so it was really <laughs> funny to me that he, like, becomes, like, the Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. <laughs> he's character man. He's character man, and he's incredible. He's, he's incredible. so good. He also, um, we did a workshop of this musical called Alice by Heart, which, like, if you... It was it went off Broadway. I, me and Alex both weren't in the off Broadway production, but it's a beautiful show. If you haven't listened to me, you should. But really nice. he was so funny in it, and we finally got to like know each other a little bit. Um, he's like honestly like so so good at what he does. He's so funny, and I hope someday people can understand how beautiful his voice is because like he can do the rock star, he can do like the deep gravelly stuff, he can do character things because he's so funny. But like he has. A straight-up gorgeous voice. I heard him talk regular for the first time recently, and I was like, what? Yeah. Also, <laughs> the thing that he does, Field Juice, he, he was explaining it, and he was just like, it's a party trick that he started to learn how to do. He's not, that doesn't actually touch his vocal cords, he said. It's like what? something with like an upper, like an upper part. And so, like, it doesn't even affect his vocal cords at all. He's had it tested out by doctors that, like, he's not going to hurt himself. Like, he could literally do that all day. And it just started as, like, a funny thing he did at parties. It took me probably a course of a year to find the actual Beetlejuice voice that was compelling, a little different, and also healthy, that I could maintain it, because that's the most important part. It's showtime. Wow. This is amazing. <laughs> also, I know you're probably not allowed to say what the, what the project is, Jake, but isn't Ryan Vasquez in your meeting? Yes. That's what Becca said. Yep. Wow, it's that's kind of, exciting. Yeah. Ryan's great. <laughs> Very talented. Very good talented. Job. Good job at being good at stuff. Good job at being good. I always tell people, like, Ryan Vasquez was, like, the it guy when I, or he's a year younger than me. And, you know, you, like, do theater and when you're a kid and you're like, is he really good or do we just, is he just the best one here? And then right. you realize, like, oh, no, he's really good. <laughs> not just, like, relatively speaking. He's not just, like, good area. comparatively. He's, like, actually incredible he's so good uh, i just saw him before uh just saw him honestly time i don't know how it works it's a contract. but i think i saw i think i had come home for the weekend from mean girls and i saw him in the new show the wrong man with Josh oh Harry. he was so good in that he was so good and i hope that that show has more life in it i'm sure he has like a hundred things lined up but sure he was so so good in it mm-hmm and I did get to, I did see Hamilton multiple times to see him play like every lead. So right, I saw him with my nana in San Francisco a couple years ago. My mom like happened to go to his like first show ever as Hamilton, I think. Oh, that's and I make awesome. That up. I'm sure that's fact checkable, and it may be wrong. But my mom <laughs> did happen to. She got tickets, you know, like a year in advance, and she happened to go oh. to playing Hamilton. Wow, wait, that's so special. Yeah, that's cool. I love that for your mom. That's so cute. Yeah, she was very proud. She's friends with like game thing we could try. It's like not really yeah, a game. So you know those like diction warm ups that yes. that you do. Okay, so I I saw one on TikTok, and I just thought maybe because I've tried it, but I thought maybe you guys could try it too because I'm really mm-hmm. bad at it. But it's it's something like like one sock cutter, he cuts socks, two sock cutters. They cut socks. And you just kind of keep going. I think the highest I've gotten was three, and then the, I I messed it up. One sock cutter, he cuts socks. Two sock cutter, 
Uh-oh. Uh, you're going to let me say that in front of your grandma? <laughs> <laughs> One sock cutter, he cut socks. Two sock cutters, they cut socks. Three cut. I was so you confident said, too. I was like, yeah, I got you're this. Like, I've got this. Couple Give me a challenge. <laughs> Listen though, I, I have a mush mouth. Sometimes I will be talking. I've done it I mean this entire time. Like we've been talking for what, an hour and twelve minutes? And I've stuttered a lot and I've mumbled a lot. I just want to acknowledge that for all the fans. I know that I have. I know that. I just have a mush mouth. As soon as I talk and it's like nonsense nothingness comes out of me especially when i get excited <laughs> and i think i have no business being a professional mouth user like honestly Jake, I, people pay me to do this jake sometimes gets really excited and he starts yeah. telling a story and he has to just like stop full <laughs> right. stop take a deep breath start again <laughs> take two i'll do like the little like click, he really he doesn't thing. take two. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite things about you Oh, it's so bad. I, I one of my goals. It's and like yeah, goals. That's the word. I like. I need to take like a professional like voice and diction class to like fix whatever it is, or double down, or double down, or get a therapist because maybe it's just about something you know emotional. It's just you're feeling too excited. To I'm getting too excited. Home. I gotta calm down. <laughs> just take a breath, Swain. Take a breath. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I don't remember if I told you this, Swain, but obviously I haven't told you, Kayla. I was on TikTok and someone started explaining all of the symptoms of ADHD and I literally have all of them. Wait, I've been thinking the same thing. Uh, did I have ADHD? No, 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 no. I've been seeing symptoms that I relate to. But the thing is, is like, but I don't have like the negative side effects of like being a perfectionist and like hating yourself for not being perfect. I just have all the symptoms of like only speaks in anecdotes. Like, it's very excited, <laughs> takes over conversations. Have you felt this in this meeting yet? Um, <laughs> you it's like don't so take Honestly, it started making me feel a little hot, so I just fucked <laughs> that back up. But then I watched another video because I was like, I should just, like, double check. And, like, I don't have the negative side effects, so I just like to think of it as being just, like, a personality quirk. It's sure. not, like, hindering me. I don't need medication. Well, even, I don't if you had, about it. even if you had ADHD, that'd be fine, too. I love TikTok because it literally feels like I'm doing fun homework. Like I am on like science TikTok <laughs> oh, and like. Yeah. Do you follow like, the um the dad that does math? No. Oh my gosh, she's incredible. I bet. I, 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 I does there's math. so many therapists that like come up on my th- like I just I I am there. I'm like scrolling for hours because my brain's like, but you're becoming a better person. Yeah, the more I you also scroll. am like on for sure lesbian indigenous TikTok. I don't know how I got I am on lesbian TikTok for sure. All of my ads on TikTok are for lesbian dating ads. Yeah. And honestly. So there you go. What would I rather be on straight TikTok? No. <laughs> Ew, you could get you the, the e-boys like that it. are like. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I hate you. that. I'm like. <laughs> lesbian TikTok's incredible. I have to, I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also I a lot of lesbian TikTok comedians world. specifically. Um, have you seen that lesbian? Honestly, that was rude of me. I don't know that she's a lesbian. She just seems to be on lesbian TikTok because I'm on lesbian TikTok, but she kind of looks like Jim Carrey. Uh, I don't know. You know, she's so funny. And like, she does like an incredible Jim Carrey impersonation. Too. Oh, does she? Okay, no, I don't know. 
Dang, I wish I knew her handles on my head, but like she's so funny to me. Because I don't know if you know this, but I love Jim Carrey so much because I love him. One of the few actors who's gotten away with like doing ninety percent of the acting with his face. He can do anything. Everyone's like, like, you gotta be small for TV film. You're like, "Mm, look at Jim Carrey. Honestly, and I feel like Jim Carrey might be where I derive like that style of acting. Yeah, I agree with that. You know? That's definitely your vibe. You're the I, nice I think he's carry. seriously brilliant. I think he's the funniest. Especially the more that I learn about TV film acting, like the mechanics of it, I'm like, yeah. what he had the audacity to pull in front of the camera. Also Steve Carell. Not quite as much, but like I, still, I also think I have similar feelings and thoughts about him. I think they're just brilliant. They're great. I love them. You're also, so Jake's. I'm. Uh, I literally got an audition today for a character that's so over the top in a comedy on a single camera on com- like comedy that I'm like, I think this might be the, the one. one. Get that it's it. role. You, you found it. The other one that I got, she needs to play seventeen to twenty two. Listen, listen, TV is a funny thing. You could do listen. it. Compared to what? Compared to what? If we've got other twenty five year olds. I'm going to be okay. If I'm with actual 17-year-olds, I will look old. It will look different. It will look different. Kayla, one time I auditioned for this role that was like a 16-year-old. This was like maybe three years ago. So I wasn't like this old. I don't even want to say. You do not even look old. old. But like I was in the waiting room. I tried to look so young. I I don't know what that means, but like I tried to look like a young person. And the girl in front of me was literally there with her school backpack and her mom. Oh wow! And I was like, I don't think this is. I might be in the wrong room. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. But um, age is such a stupid fake thing in our business. Like one time, I went in for this Broadway show. Um, I don't remember what it was. You ever No, I was going in for a swing, and I was the roles I was covering was a fifteen-year-old and a forty-year-old. What? You're the only one that could do it. Right? Like, come on, versatility. I got Wait, was range. this a superhero? No, it was this was oh, a few years ago. You would be great as, like, both of those in <laughs> it was um, It was getting the band back together. Oh, I never saw that. I, didn't, I, I wasn't able to see it either. You but, didn't like, book it? I didn't, oh, I did not book that. But it's, like, it. this weird, like, what is age? Like, we just, like, I don't, nobody knows. It's all compared to what? Like, it's just relative. Like, do you look older than the person next to you? And is that what, you, and what look, it's supposed to be? Think I'm right. going to tell you this secret, okay? 17 on the CW. They're all 47. So, like, what? What? Tell me no. You probably will. <laughs> probably will. If they have, they'll do it again. Oh, that's okay. I'll, it's I'll okay. be here. Absolutely. We're going to keep plugging along. Any question? <laughs> I One sock cutter, he cuts socks. Two sock cutters, they cut they socks. Cut socks. Three sock cutters, they cut socks. Four, Four sock cutters, they no, cut I said socks. Fox. I said it. She said it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Full yep. ladies. Speed round. Play or musical? Musical. Play. Ugh. Okay, acting or singing? Uh, acting. Singing. Drama or comedy? Comedy. Comedy. Watching or participating? Participating. Participating. All right. Favorite musical theater song? What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Favorite um, musical theater song? Okay, okay, okay. 
Um, unusual way from nine. I, 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 I don't know if I'm nobody needs, by that. Nobody needs to know from last five years. I know it's dirty and gross, <laughs> but I love it so much. Yeah. We should be in that. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, we should. Okay. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Favorite TV show? Oh my gosh. Oh my speeds. Okay, okay. Of all time, I think it's got to be Parks and Rec. Um, recently, um, sorry to bother you. I'm not sorry. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I may destroy you. Help me. I'm kind of crazy. That's a movie. Um, okay, Different. I think my my favorite. I'm obsessed with Pose. I felt like posing. This is Pose great. I think Wait, it's Fleabag. Fleabag. is so good. It's the best. Andrew Scott as the hot priest. Uh, wow. Goodbye forever. <laughs> Shit's Creek? Shit's Creek. Love a good it. Good choice. I don't think I've seen enough of it to be my favorite, but I do look really Final good. answer, Fleabag. That is my favorite. Okay. That's my favorite television I've ever seen. Fleabag, okay. And I know you're going to Go-to karaoke song. I don't do karaoke. It makes me nervous. <laughs> um, um, the Seven Things I Hate About You, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> now Y'all know that song? That? Now that you say that, I think I would do Wrecking Ball, Miley Cyrus. Love it. Yes. Okay. Okay, last one. Uh, what is the, your theater pet peeve? Talking back. Um, when other people, when other actors give you notes. I hate oh, that. Okay, that. okay yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna renew the Zoom and then I got listener questions. Okay. 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 Uh- <laughs> All right, guys, at this point in the recording, we had already had to renew our Zoom call twice. So I'm going to finish up uh, part one of Mean Girls Broadway Takeover now. And in the next episode, uh, it's going to continue with part two, starting off with listener questions. I hope you'll stick around for part two because that was incredibly fun to record as well. I hope you enjoy.